Yep, we don't have a signature song yet or marquee music for the beginning of SSPN. That's the Sports Scream Podcast Network. Why am I yelling? Probably because every time my partner has walked in the room as I'm watching a sports channel of sorts, she's like, why are they always screaming or yelling at each other? And that's how the name was born for this new podcast, folks. It's the Sports Scream Network, and I'll try not to yell as much as possible. I only do this podcast while she's at work. Let's get started. Last week was the first, um, the inaugural episode, if you will. It's the pilot podcast. We were going to call it Beyond Sports because we're not just talking about sports here, folks, and we're talking about sports in a way that sports has never been talked before. Hopefully, we're going to be swimming through the shark-infested waters of uncharted territories and navigating through seas of dangerous topics that are typically untouched by others. Why? Because we fucking can. Oops, just cursed. That's right. We can do that here. So we can have some fun. Got Mingus the monkey. We got Kermit. We got little James Franco. Even got a homemade Gudetama. Look that up. It's a wonderful character from the land of Japan. And this comes straight from the first book my daughter and I ever made together. It's called Monsters Can't Lie. Available on Amazon. Oh, I have a copy right here. Look at that. Boom! Monsters can't lie. She did the illustrating. I did the words. You can get it on Amazon. It's affordable. It's exciting. It's game-changing. This episode and all previous episodes have not been sponsored by anyone, nor probably ever will be by anyone mainstream. It's going to have to be a really incredibly woke-ass sponsor uh, because we curse, because we talk about controversial things, because we are trying to break the paradigm of so many things that are acceptable in our media, society, et cetera, et cetera, most of which are super poisonous. We're going to expose those not just today, but every day that we do this podcast. Welcome back. I'm John with a J, and I'm your host of the Sports Scream Podcast Network, SSPN. Sounds familiar. All right, let's jump into it. So last time I watched NFL Live and uh, re- recorded it. Then during the episode, just played it in the background on mute. And just as a refresher to talk about topics or whatever and comment on things that other people are doing on other networks because that's what analysts and commentators do. We scrutinize one another and we rake each other across the coals and blah, 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 whatever, whatever, yada, yada, et cetera, et cetera, so forth and so on. Uh, I did take a few notes today because it's been a week since last I talked and then I was like, I don't want to miss out on these key things. And this is not a daily podcast. I, I, I couldn't possibly sustain that, uh, at least not presently. Too many other projects in the water, lines out to sea going for the big whale folks uh, maybe this becomes the big whale and becomes a daily thing i don't know i like the once a week sports thing though because i don't want to be too focused on nothing but sports 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 although i love the sports for those of you not watching and listening taking a moment of silence for the jets 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 not because anything bad has happened yet but just getting ready for the forthcoming season. And um, for those that don't know, because this is only episode two, you've got yourself a Jets fan here. Committed for life since 1974, so you know I'm a real fan. JTS, Jets, Jets, Jets. This is our year. To do what? Who knows? Maybe we'll win a game. Moving on. Spider tech, spider tech, does whatever the what the is going on in the world of baseball folks breaking my heart again why i mean i know there's cheating throughout the entire sports industry you know there's the 
what are they, uh, the performance enhancing drugs. Everyone's getting busted for that from the Olympics to baseball and from the Olympics to baseball. Why does baseball keep coming up when the subject of cheating is on the table? We had the sign stealing thing not too very long ago. We had the performance enhancing drug thing 30 seconds ago. And here we are today, folks, talking about the manipulation of the baseball. Once again, not by the league this time and corking the ball or winding it up tight enough to make home runs fly out of the park at a wicked rate. But now the pitchers are, well, let's not call it a comeback because they've been doing it for years. And admittingly so on some interviews I saw this morning who those folks, they'll just go nameless, not because I don't want to call anyone out. They, they, they admitted it on TV. It's just not really worth talking about. Yeah, I used to, I used to do pine tar from a belt back when pine tar was le- illegal, but we all knew it was illegal and we all did because it, it was illegal. But the, he's doing a legal thing. He's doing a legal thing. So you're either like, I'm going to do the illegal thing or I'm not going to do the illegal thing. And some of us do the illegal thing. Apparently a lot of pitchers were drunk. Um, and, and why not? So I'm, I'm getting paid. And that's, that's uh, hey, that's what these channels advertise anyway. So I'm supposed to be a drinker, right? And strike you, fool. Anyway, so spider tech. I didn't even know this this existed until this morning. I mean, I've heard of pine tar. And I've heard of Vaseline and, and doctoring up the ball in, in, in many different ways with many different concoctions and and you know, what is it? You know, you're, you're thinking the pitcher's giving a catcher or someone in the dugout a sign, but they're not. They're lacing up their fingers with something so they can get the ball to spin and escalate the amount of revolutions per millisecond as it travels to home plate and then takes bizarre dips and flips and drops and flops and stuff. Okay. The league doctors up the ball so the hitters have an advantage and the pitchers are like, I see your cork and I raise you some spider tech, spider tech. Blah, 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 spider tech, whatever. Um, am I mad at the pitchers? Am I mad at the league? I'm just sad as the, the little kid inside of me is like, look, man, we weren't allowed to cheat in Little League. And did, did, did we try? Did teams try to cheat? Yeah, for some reason, cheating's a thing. Cheating, it's, it's and I, I don't know why. It broke my heart as a kid, too. Uh, I'm not perfect. Did, did I ever, like, cheated a sport? Yeah, because he cheated and she cheated and they cheated. And if they're cheating, I'm going to cheat. It's very easy to slip in into the system of, of cheating when everyone else is doing. You're like, well, I... I'm here to win, especially these paid athletes. They're paid to win. So if you're cheating, well, then I'm going to find a way to loophole through the system and do the same thing. Oh, God, it's just. Yeah, Little League. I saw cheating like mad. And it really just, it it depressed me for the world, the adult world that was waiting for me. this, This happens at this level? Like, and then I got to go out there and make a living and do things and compete with other cheaters and, and greedy fucks that, uh, that that's the only way that they can get an advantage is so for, as an athlete, me, the, the most I ever did was some caffeine, no dose pills. Uh, Cause at the end of a long day at school, I was exhausted. And then we had to get on a bus and drive an hour away to go play a soccer game. Yeah, that took some no-dos because it woke me because coffee wasn't available. <laughs> um, but that was my only performance-enhancing drug. But I, I did it to not to give me an edge over the other players, but to stay awake because um, a lot of times I didn't even eat school lunch as a kid because I didn't have the money to, to afford lunch or whatever. But that's a whole other sad story. So I, was, I wouldn't say I was malnutritioned, but I was definitely not 
putting the proper things in my body to sustain me for a long day of school and then go play a soccer game. Uh, so, and for some reason, caffeine pills were available to someone under the age of 18 and bought them very readily and easily at the local drugstore. So that was the only thing I did. I never used any substances or steroids or anything to get stronger, hit the ball further. Or when I did pitch, did, did, did I ever? No, no. The only thing I did um, when I pitched was because I never really wanted to pitch is personally, I went out there and threw every different way that I had ever seen on TV, whether it was submarine or um, sidearm or knuckleball I, I was just i was just trying to be a wizard like some of those magicians that i saw out there throwing some weird and crazy shit uh was not allowed um to ever throw the curveball or the screwball and stuff because the father was very adamant not to break the wrist so i don't hurt my elbow and my arm as a young athlete trying to have a longer than normal career and so thankful for for that guidance and coaching for sure but here we are, spider tech. What do we do? Like I said, man, breaking my heart. And, and, well, hold on, back to Little League. There were coaches that we competed against that just, that cheated. That, oh, like you can look into the dugout and they would make those, you know, those sly and snide, like, <laughs> like, you know what we're doing and we're getting away with it. And, it was just, I, I can't give any specific example right now. And, and I would never throw any specific names out there. They know who they are. They know what they did. Pfft. We still won. And like that, and I think that was, that was always the biggest triumph. When you beat a team that you knew was cheating. Maybe that's why I hated the Patriots because they were just, they're not the only NFL team out there cheating, but they got caught. They got caught. And Come on, same division, so can't love the Patriots. I can, however, have appreciation for Tom Brady because I, I do appreciate someone that just knows how to win, loves to win, takes really, really good care of his body. Did he cheat? I don't know. There was something called deflate gate. Was he personally the one responsible for taking air out of the balls? I don't know. I'm not the judge, jury, or anybody. I, the, the only per people that I'll ever know are Tom and the closest of close people to Tom. To, I don't know. I, I didn't even pay attention to it because I was like, not surprised. There's cheating everywhere. Stop cheating, folks. Stop cheating. Admit your shortcomings, as I have with my no-dos when I was – 15, 16 years old. And then let's clean it up. Let's clean it up for the kids. Start with the Little League. Stop cheating. Stop trying to steal signs and whatever with super high technology and whatever. Yeah, we have signs for a reason so the other team doesn't know we're doing it. And if, if someone's not crafty enough with their signs, okay. Steal the sign, but getting cameras and talking to batters and here comes a fastball. It's stupid. Stop it. Um, but it starts with the kids. So literally starting with the kids, I've gotten off track here, made this very personal and that's going to happen sometimes. And I can do that because it's my podcast. So I don't have to be all prim and proper suit and tie guy. I'll never wear a tie. If I do on the show, it'll be for a joke. One of the silliest garments ever created, man, woman, and humankind, ties. <clears throat> Did that because I didn't want to get my raspberry all over the screen. So start with the kids. Stop cheating on your partners, in your relationships. Stop, communicate. If you can't get together, peacefully, lovingly, and harmoniously. Go your separate ways. Stop cheating on each other. Stop cheating at work. Stop cheating in Little League. And then let's get it to the pros. This way we get a whole generation of kids saying, 
I don't cheat. We don't cheat. Cheating's bad. Why, why would we want to cheat? Why, why would we want that to be part of our legacy? The whole tournament in American Legion rigged. New umpires cheating. There's a skit on it at John Pepe Comedy. It was the worst blatant form of cheating I've ever seen. It's like, why? For an American Legion baseball tournament under 18? Like, who's who's getting hoisted to the top of some mountain because they get that trophy and their world and their life is forever going to be changed? Dumb, da dumb, dumb. Dumb. Come on. So, starts with the kids. Speaking of the kids, it's very, very important. We think about these networks out there, and I'm still on pause. I haven't even started the episode. This is going to be another, another long one, probably an hour, hour and a half. So buckle up, folks. Do you want your child watching these TV networks. Fortunately, you can record shows for them and demand that they fast forward through the commercials because that's probably where the worst and most dangerous material is nowadays. My gosh! Do you want your kids watching a network where their heroes are on TV? And they're like, Dad, I want to be just like Tom Brady, dad, I want to be just like Derek Jeter. Dad, I want to be just like fill in the blank. And three to 30 seconds later, for three to 30 seconds worth of programming and vital connectivity time with your child, someone's with fancy lights and packaging and allure and fantasy and just absolute magnetism saying, when you get old like Tom Brady and Derek Jeter and you win the Super Bowl, you drink this beer and you eat this fast food and you do these really, really bad things that are poisonous for your body. Do you want a network that censors language, opinion, and otherwise? Do you want lies this is what I'm saying. do you want lies do you want the guy behind the curtain pulling the whistles and releasing the steam and creating this facade this oasis of nonsense and just really untrustworthy information perception and programming do you want your child exposed to that i wouldn't no thanks. But that's what's happening. Every commercial break. It ain't. There's a few good things sprinkled in there. Thank goodness gracious sake for that. But most of it's just not good at all. One of the happiest moments I had the other day was not on regular TV, it was YouTube. Many of you probably know him from Barstool Sports, Dave Portnoy, or I don't know how to say his last name. Sorry, Dave. Uh, doing the pizza reviews. And out of, he gets lots of celebrities. They love him. It's great. He's inspired me to do some cool comedy shit too. Thank you, Dave. Maybe we'll do something together one time. All right. So um, out of this pizza place walks he and SVP. Scott Van Pelt. I mean, without even hesitation, I knew who it was. And I'm like, oh, cool. During this exchange, Scott, whom up to this point thought might just be a commercial network robot, drops the fuck bomb. And I sat back in my chair and I was like, he's a real human being. He, he can say it. It's it was so liberating. It was just to to watch him in a natural, I'm like, that's, I think for the first time in my life, I was like, that's SVP. That's him. There he is. But what the kids are saying and what the rest of us are allowing the tractor beam to do to us and go, 
is is basically saying this is Scott Van Pelt. Not what I saw on Dave's show. No, this. Thai guy. Perfect language. They're just words, folks. It's not what you say. It's how you say it and what context you put it in. Come on, man. Come on. We need to evolve as a society. Let's talk about fuck. Let's talk about weed. Let's have our commercials filled with cannabis and vegetables. Let's have our commercials filled with exercise and nonprofit organizations. Let's have our commercials filled with ways to boost our immune system and grow and connect with our communities. Let's fund things that will fund a sustainable, prosperous, healthy, wealthy, abundant future for our children and our children's children. Come on, what are we doing? What are we doing is, is we're letting the monsters win. We're letting the monsters win because it's all about the almighty buck. <laughs> Fuck the buck. There's enough money on the screen, on the box coming out. There's ways to make it and generate it and share it. And we can all be wealthier if we make better decisions. And you, the audience, decides with your every click, your every share, your every like, your every minute that you spend on every podcast or every minute you delete things from your life, channels, subscriptions, programs. Don't watch the shows or don't let your kids watch the shows and the networks that are not doing the right thing. And if you do watch it with them and talk to them about how it could be better and maybe they get inspired to create something better down the road or in the moment. Kids don't have to wait to be grown up men and women to do great things. We've seen that. Give them a chance, give them a voice, give them a stage. They'll dazzle you every time. So on the screen right now is Don Brady. And I never usually do this before and I'll hit play now. Just let this thing ride. Otherwise, we'll be here all day. I'll never, ever do this or never have done this before preseason even starts. I like to get a feel. But I feel that I have my Super Bowl pairing for this forthcoming season. And I feel, all right, I'm warmed up now. Some low energy today. Some things happened this morning that were a little depressing and a little deflating but i'm back okay thank you for allowing me to warm up with you folks on this sspn podcast episode two the sports scream podcast network if you will um i love what tom's talking about even before listening to him this morning my picks were i'll give you the four nfc i'm feeling it's going to be the bucks and the 49ers AFC. Now, at the beginning of last week, I wasn't sure because of the Julio Jones thing. I'm, that's gonna, that was going to play a major factor in my decision because um, I know this is the case for any team or any player, as we witnessed last year with the 49ers, decimated by injuries, but still together a very interesting and intriguing campaign of sorts. Well-coached team and happy as a Jets fan to have their defensive coordinator and see if we can do something magical in the land of the Big Apple. But if Julio Jones can stay on the field, my thoughts were is the Titans and the Bills battle it out in the AFC. And gosh, I have, I have, I have a few Bills friends out there, fans, friends, lifetime friends, even new friends, Bills Mafia. I love you, respect, love the fan base my Bills friends and family. I love you guys. You know I do. But my feeling is, if I'm not playing with my heart and I'm 
intuitively plugged into what I see happening is it may be a revisitation of the Music City Miracle Part Do. I don't know. I just, I feel it's going to come down those two teams and the Titans are going to do something bizarre and it's going to be dubbed as the Music City Miracle Part Two. I don't even know if they're playing or they're in the same city, but they might in the playoffs. I don't know. I'm just, it might be an end of this. I, I don't know. I, this is what I'm seeing. This is what I'm feeling. This is the Nostradamus coming out and saying Bucks Titans in the Super Bowl. Bucks win. 22 returning starters, 11 on each side of the ball. Whoo! And what Tom's talking about? Because I'm paying attention to Tom now more than I have in the past because I didn't want to look at his ugly face when he was a Patriots player because I'm a Jets fan. Smart guy. And I love how he takes care of his body and the things that he does and has done and continues to do to sustain his career. And... Uh, the message that I think when he retires, he'll be able to deliver to the youth um, athletic world. I mean, globally um, with his TV 12 brand, hopefully he makes some great decisions and writes some great books and goes on some great tours and delivers some inspiring messages on, on how to take good care of the temple, how to stay anti-inflamed and all that stuff in, in a really good way a natural way i don't know though i don't know him that intimately i don't know the story i'm just i'm, I'm hoping that's the direction that he takes it but tom's talking about how you don't it's not, ne not necessarily speaking about resting on your laurels but talking about how in the next year after you win a chip you instantly understand and respect that you don't do it the same way. Like, hey, we won. Let's just repeat the formula. It's, it, he talks about it being a highly competitive league. He talks about it being a an arena where you you're staying one step ahead, one step ahead, one step ahead. In order to do that, you can't do the same thing you did last year because you're being studied and scrutinized. You're under the microscope more intensely and intimately than you have ever been before because now you're the big dogs and everyone's trying to claw their way to rip you off your pedestal and claim the trophy that you've just hoisted. So you can tell this this comes from all his years with the Patriots and, and all of these rings that he has on his fingers and trophies that he has uplifted with his teammates and coaches and the fans and the city. And I'm paying attention because it's really, it's simple what he's saying, but it's super smart that things quickly change. More endorsements happen for more players. There's more opportunities for them to be distracted and getting enticed by certain energies, people, sponsorships, and things. And you have to be able to manage that as a, as an organization and escalate your communication higher than it was last year. So everything doesn't, you don't try to filter that same equation into the box and say, we're going to do just fine because we figured it out, but you blow the box up, lift it up here and say, that was cute, but now we're about to make this thing sexy. And then you do it again. And if you can, you blow it up and push it up and then you do it again. And he said it in a very cool, calm, collective way. And I'm just paying attention. So they're going to the bowl. Bucks, Titans, Bucks win. Um, that defense. Let's 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 give a moment of praise and respect to that defense and what they did to the Chiefs. And they brought the off starters back and they added some more pieces. I mean, it's going to be fun to watch. There's momentum there now too. And football, like, unlike any other sport I know is such a sport, a game, an equation where momentum is paramount and it's going to be an exciting ride. Hmm. Here's my disclaimer, and we can talk about him for a moment, Aaron Rodgers. If Aaron Rodgers ends up in Denver, and I can't think of anywhere else, 
But if he ends up in Denver, that changes the whole dynamic. And I'm going, it's, it's Bucks Broncos. Bucking Broncos. And Tom gets the best of him again because the Bucks are just a better team than the Broncos. It'll be exciting again. Uh, it'll be sit at the edge of your seat. Holy shit, this is happening. The two gunslingers going at it. Not that that's the style of quarterback that they are, but just the visual. I mean, it'll be a throw-a-thon. Um, but both teams are also committed to the running game and smooth, sexy, and stay-tuned kind of ways. But I think the upper hand definitely goes to the Bucks there, too. Again, it all depends on injuries, health, blah, 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 blah. But I think as a concept, as an organization, as a culture, and as a committed conviction, the Bucks, unless the Broncos are doing something that I'm not aware of, and I'm not aware of a lot of things in the league or any of these leagues or anything, I'm just talking shit, folks. Uh, their focus on health and the well-being of their players may be operating on a level a little higher than the rest of the league. I don't know. Just a, just a feeling. Just a suspicion possible um but they've added giovanni another threat out of the backfield like that's whoo man i don't i don't think anyone i don't hear people talking about that enough like that is a sexy addition that is going to be scary um as far as the plug and plays concerned there and what they can do with that extra added weapon. Anyway, so Bucks win again. It's so difficult to do. Everyone in the sports community knows that to repeat a Super Bowl, to repeat any championship is like climbing the impossible mountain. So when it's done, it's super special. But I see them headed this that way. So Aaron Rodgers, I've kind of found out by watching something on YouTube that I thought was kind of funny why Aaron was, was thinking about um, Denver. So I was like, I thought he wanted to get closer like to the West Coast, like wanted to get out there so he could do his Jeopardy thing or whatever, Hollywood, State Farm, whatever he's into, start padding that foundational part of his next steps in life. And it wasn't until watching the breakdown of his last interview with uh, Kenny Maine, and we'll get to that because uh, piggy packs on the piggy packs, piggy pack, piggy backs on the Aaron um, on the SVP conversation. He talked about twisting up and lighting the flower, and I was like, Why did I, I, I totally missed it, or just I was so glazed over by the programming of the networks and their bright lights and casino like machines and ding, 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 blah, 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 blah. That, that, that part just, it was lost in the sauce. And I was like, Oh shit. Like, and then I missed this too. He actually said the phrase Ayurvedic cleanse. I personally guarantee 99% of his colleagues in the league don't know what the word Ayurvedic means. And if he's unleashing that and he's talking about, it's about philosophy. He, these are his words in the, in the interview. It's about the people. It sounds like Aaron, much like Tom is trying to introduce some next level shit, like, and, and breathe that into the organization and the people around him. And they're just not, they're like, la, 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 la. Our friends are pharmaceutical giants. We're still pushing the painkillers and the kidney destroying liver debilitating and total organ obliterating drugs and stuff because our friends, because I'm a billionaire, he's, they're billionaires. We're all billionaires. We support each other and we're fucking this planet up. You got a bunch of fuck sticks. I have, we can't have antibiotic steroid free chicken until 2024 because that's part of the program. Ass fucks. Like, give us clean chicken now, idiots. 
greedy bastards. Whoo, sip of water. We can do that on this show, folks, and I just did it. Yeah, Aaron, we're we're not into all that sexy, healthy, let's change the world bullshit. You know, maybe there's a, he's like, look, I'll go to Denver. They're cool as shit. I can, I can smoke. I, you know, I'm not going to be under the dumbass illegal prohibition microscope that the rest of the world is under. Leave me alone. I'll go help push the agenda there. Maybe the rest of the world will catch up because Green Bay is asleep at the wheel. Fans of the Packers, I love you. Coaches, players of the Packers, I love you. Organization, grab your man. Say your apologies. Make your changes. I don't know what's going on behind the scenes, but I feel like that's a guy you want to retire in a Green Bay jersey. Do every. I don't think, I don't know, but I don't think Aaron's list of demands is so astronomical, so far-fetched, and so woo-woo, like, out of this cosmos, ridiculous, that you shouldn't pay him, the fans, the city, the state, the community, the respect, players, the coaches, to listen to him, take a chance on the MVP of last year's league. Aaron, if you don't get what you're looking for, and they're just like, la, 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 we're not listening, my billionaire friends, and <laughs> Voldemort, Ugh. get the fuck out of there. I know you're doing your best to get where it's going to be healthy for you and where you can make a splash and a change in this world that will create ripples and then waves and then tidal waves of transformation in a really prosperous and forever Gosh, what's the word I'm looking for? Clean living way that the youth and then the youth's youth can just evolve into a better way of living, connecting with each other, playing sports, and being out there in the world. Boom. End of that. Kenny Maine on his exit interview. Another moment where I'm like, oh my God, Kenny Maine. I always knew he was funny and quirky, but he's not a robot either. He says, fuck you, Aaron Rodgers. His last day, he wasn't getting the contract. I guess he was looking for something. The numbers didn't line up. The respect wasn't there after being with a particular network for like however many decades he was there for. I don't know the exact number, but I was like, wow, he was with them for that long. And then it's just over because they can't make it make sense. Fucking shit, man. And when he dropped the F-bomb, I'm like, okay. The entire world knows that Kenny Mayne said, fuck you. Why is it bleeped out? Whose ass are we saving? What life are we enriching? What rule of being human and expressing ourselves and being healthy and wealthy and wise are we cracking in half that, oh, we've got to blurt out that which everyone knows what he just said. So, folks, if you want your children to be part of something magical, turn off the TV and plug into broadcasts. Um, and, of course, make sure you're sitting with, with them through it because this is not made for children. <laughs> the, the SSBN network is not made for today's children as 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 it is and how laws and standards and ethics and blah 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 are concerned because i say fuck i say shit and yes even though i have a friendly hi ho friends over here he's blazed up man <laughs> kermy's baked brah <laughs> i don't know if you noticed but look at his eyes anywho and you know mingus mingus is it's all hashed up over there. I don't know what the fuck James Franco's doing, but that kind of scares me. He does his own thing. Um, so, yeah, let me hit play over here. We haven't gotten very far. I see Dak Prescott popping up on the screen. But, yeah, get – think of the children, man. Think of the children. Unplug them from the poisonous networks and programming. 
It's rampant. Here it is. I feel like we're going to commercial soon. It's fireworks and Dak Prescott pointing and talking about how he's a little kid flashes of pictures of Dak when he was eating some Legos or some shit. And now he's in his red OTA jersey, number four, talking about how I never wanted to play for any of the team and the Cowboys. It was never about money, never about money. And kids are like, and Dak's busting out of the tunnel, fireworks, fireworks. And they're all like, ah, ah, ah. And then, boom, Dr. Pepper in the background. Fuck! You don't want your kid drinking Dr. Pepper? It's Dr. Poison since 1885. Yes, I think that's what it says, 18-something. It's a long time to be able to legally get away with poison, pumping poison into our kids and society. But it's delicious. It's not nutritious. Yep, right next to the the star of the Cowboys, DP. I won't even go there. So, check off the list, check off the list. Uh, while they're still talking about Dak, and that should be an interesting um, season after what happened. I'm not a fan of Mike McCarthy. He kind of bores me. Uh, I like those fiery coaches. I like if you if you're not super fiery, like maybe like uber cerebral. I'm like that's a smart mother jogger, you know, like that guy. Woo, wizard level. I look at Mike and I'm like, I think mashed potatoes. I don't I don't know. I just want to play with my food. Like, oh, are you saying something? I don't know. I mean, in one Super Bowl. Something to be said about that. So we'll see what he does there. Uh, I think he's on a short leash. They got a lot of weapons again. That division. Uh, I mean, it's so it's always like, ah, anyone can take it. So yeah. Ah, Mari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb. It's exciting. We'll see. I want to take a moment because I don't know if, if I saw anything about it earlier. And here's another one that just kind of puts me to sleep. It's Kendrick Perkins. So they're, they're talking about the, the Suns and the, the Nuggets right now. I know we're in the middle of the NBA playoffs, but I'm kind of getting sleepy at the wheel here. Like, it's just, it's not an exciting playoff year yet. I, 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 I don't know. Is it because got that Lakers fan in me. Yeah, somehow Jets, Yankees, Lakers fan. I think it's because they were the most exciting team to watch as a kid with Magic, Kareem, Cooper, Worthy, Byron Scott. Oh, just, I mean, it was just Kurt Rambis. It was just so incredible to watch the same people play with each other year after year in the same uniforms year after year after year. And I don't know, the Knicks were always, I guess, just the Knicks and no one in my family was fans of anything basketball. So I was like, I like the Lakers. They're, they're exciting. They wear purple. <laughs> um, I don't know if it's cause they're gone and LeBron's not the LeBron drama's not part of the, the unraveling of this all. Uh, let's see. I'll still give it a chance. Uh, just kind of like McCarthy in it over here. So yeah, since Kendrick's talking, but uh, he doesn't he doesn't do it for me. Okay, <laughs> yawn, sigh. Naomi Osaka. This is an atrocity, folks. This is this is this is rough, man. This is. Yeah, I told you, like, this is beyond sports. We don't just talk about sports and you got 30 points and you got double doubles and you got triple quadruples and blah, blah, blah. And, and this and that, and, oh, you know, you're getting, you're getting banned and you're getting technical fouled. And we're all talking about the same things over and over again. No, we're trying to talk about some different things and bring some attention to some topics that need more presence and attunement. 
and us to care and give a worthy shit about. This woman has come out and said, I am struggling with my mental health for the sake of my mental health. I cannot and will not be attending the press conferences for this French open thing. Whoa, 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 whoa. And she's like, and I will pay the fines and please donate these fines to the awareness of mental health or some type of mental health initiative, so forth and so on. Nice move, Naomi. Poor, poor move, tennis world and association, governing bodies, et cetera, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. Fining her 15 grand because she's come out and said, my mental health, which as a society, as a global collective, we don't pay enough vital attention to, we don't give enough weight to and validate how paramount this topic is and how it is just as, if not more important than our physical health and well-being. They go hand in hand, folks. Someone's having a mental health crisis. It should be taken with the same interaction, respect, understanding, and engagement as if she would have said, I can't do the press conference, guys, because the cameras, the, the lights, and the clicking, I have this rare disease where it triggers seizures in me and I could die during the press conference. And they'd be like, whoa, whoa, she doesn't have to go. She, we, don't, we don't need anyone dying on the stage. That would be bad for tennis. That would be bad for... But this would be good for tennis because this is controversy. And so what that you're depressed or it's going to be stressful for you to be in front of the cameras and answer questions. We're not going to give you a competitive edge over the other people that are mandated to answer these bullshit same questions over and over again for some stupid reason because someone needs a job. <sighs> Folks. If she says she's gonna have seizures and die, she's excused. If she says, I'm struggling with mental health and this could push me over the edge, that's not okay. No, 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 bad, bad, bad. Shame, 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 guilt, guilt, guilt. Pay, pay, pay. This is what we've become as a society? Come on, folks. This is what we're telling our children out there. Suck up those tears. Be a man. You can't have feelings. And if you're feeling like things are difficult or stressful or that you're nearing an edge and something bad might happen, oh, well, if, if you want to get paid, if you want to be a celebrated athlete, if you want to, if you want to, if you want to, then you got to bulldoze your feelings and emotions and step into a non-human like experience and become a robot like SVP and Kenny Maine until the camera stops and they can say, fuck. Come on, folks. Loosen up, man. It's just a word. Hey, a drink of water. I don't drink that other poisonous shit anymore. I did. It almost killed me, folks. Talking from experience. Don't drink alcohol. Drink something else. If you got to escape reality, do it with plant medicine in a safe way, in a safe space, with safe people, to safe levels, and in moderation, and with respect to the plant medicine and each other. And the prohibition on cannabis. Get it on these commercials. Speaking of no respect, Donovan Mitchell, killing it, raining. I mean, might take the Jazz to the finals. Could be Jazz Nets. Might start getting fun to watch. Oh, 
Rudy Gobert, the nice block on a three-pointer at the end of the game. It's hustle at the end of the game. Hustle. Love that. I don't know. I haven't – the Jazz don't – you know, they don't get much TV time, so they don't know much about them. It could be fun to watch Durant, who's hitting on all cylinders right now. And Kyrie, maybe Harden makes a comeback. That'd be a nice series to watch. I don't know if anything leading up to it is going to be. I can't believe Embiid's back. Didn't he tear his meniscus? I heard small tear, micro tear, tear. I heard the word tear and knee. And then I heard specifically meniscus. And I'm thinking he was, I don't know, the first episode, I said, he's done. Sixers are done. Last night he has like a career night. Career night. Some 40-point double-double or some shit. Wow. Is it injections? Is it a miracle? Is there some new procedure or plant extract that one can take that just takes a tear and magically makes it better overnight? Like a 40-point double-double after a tear in a knee that was confirmed? Now, again, I... I don't watch this as closely as all these professional commentators, analysts, and voices of the network do. Maybe there wasn't a tear. I don't know what's happening. He's back on the court. So I retract saying the Sixers can't win anymore because he's back. So... Should be a decent series if somehow his knee. And we'll see how that plays out. We saw what happened to Clay Thompson. We saw what happened to Durant. I hope the same doesn't happen to Joel. I really do. That would be that would be tough stuff to watch. So all right. What's next? Um, let me check my leg here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was funny. Back to the spider tack thing. Spider tack, spider tack. Holy fucking short at spider tack. Garrett Cole, my New York Yankees. Stuttering. Awkwardly stammering through that interview. He didn't say he didn't do it. He just said, I don't know how to answer that question. Because it's it's a thing that's such a thing. And it was tough to watch, man. He's like, I uh, 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 it was like Evan all my you know, Evan Baxter or whatever his name was, and Jim Carrey was doing the the thing on the side and he was doing the newscast and he's like, Hello! What, you know, one of the funniest scenes ever in a comedy movie. <laughs> wow. Um, is this happening? Like, yeah, no control. Poor, poor, poor Garrett Cole, who's clearly has used spider tech before. And then I guess when this came out, some other person in the league said, Oh, interesting how in his last performance, um, the metrics don't line up historically to how he typically performs during a game. Because the telescopes are out, magnifying glasses are out, and the microscopes are tightening down. And so maybe for that last game, he didn't use that particular substance is weird man either it's illegal or it's not legal like what are they doing in baseball stop it help save garrett cole bring him back <laughs> because he wasn't in human land and he wasn't in robot land he was stuck somewhere uncomfortably in the middle during that interview oh here he is sticky situation 
I mean, he looked like deer in the headlights. Poor bastard. <laughs> Yikes. So, man, how many people have been using these substances? How long? And fucking cares, man. Just stop the cheating. It starts with the kids. Let's just stop the cheating now. Through all of sports, let's all look at each other and go, can we stop the cheating? Yeah, I can stop the cheating. Can you stop the cheating? Uh, I guess I can stop the cheating. Let's stop the cheating. Hey, a beer commercial. Shocker. Ooh, let's pair it with a delicious, luscious orange slice. Brighter days ahead. And oh, wow. It's poison. It's not doing any good for your body at all. Too much of it will kill you. Almost killed me. Stop drinking alcohol. <laughs> but that commercial sure did make it look delicious, refreshing. And like, it's the thing that I should be doing if I'm watching sports or going to watch my child play sports. And now honey dripping slowly from the side of a breast of deep fried chicken placed delicately between boom, boom, bouncing on the counter, crisps of the fried chicken exiting to the left and right. A waffle waffle. This is a real sandwich. It's a waffle chicken honey sandwich. from an establishment that will go unnamed because I don't want to give them any credit for that nonsense. It's not what we need, folks. It's not what we need. Hey, this is a good commercial. These are real stories told by real teens who lived them. Ooh, I think this is about vaping and not doing it. Hey, hey, we got a good one. So poison, poison. Don't do poisons. Is this how they make it okay? This is so funny. Poison, poison, the real cost. Don't let nicotine addiction control you. Bravo. Why do we need the beer and the chicken waffles? Skill saw. Great choice. He's got safety goggles on. The guys build brushless motors. This is great. Rechargeable battery. Power your tools, like this is wonderful. Charge your phone, build a cabinet, a table, saws, drills. Come on, this is good for a sports network. I like it. LinkedIn, find a job. That's great. Don't do nicotine, awesome. Why do we need the beer and the chicken? Cause it pays the damn bills, John with a J. Because my billionaire friends will slash my tires and set my house on fire if I don't let them advertise on my network. Fucking shit, man. We have three good ones and two poison ones. Get rid of the poison. Here's LeBron talking. Looks like it's uh, about producing maybe Space Jam. The reboot. See Bugs Bunny. Nice. Good for the kids. I'm sure LeBron and... The Looney Tunes made a nice showing. I'm sure with technology, it's going to be an incredible um, production. All right, now we have an attorney commercial. Local for us here in Orlando. I, I guess I'm okay with that. People have their feelings about attorneys, but someone's got to stick up for, for the little guy. And maybe this particular firm does. So I got five I'm okay with messages and two that are just preposterous. All right, a car commercial. Looks like a runaway bride. She's jumping in the car. She's getting, it's about financing and stuff. All right, six. Dude, this is a pretty impressive streak for this particular network. Usually I'm just nauseated by the, the level of noxious fumes that are emanating from 
the screen due to what I'm having to be subject to. So that wasn't a bad, that's, look, if we could progressively narrow that gap, make that ratio diminish, okay, let's work on it. Six to two, okay. And maybe, maybe there is heat coming from somewhere. It's not coming from this podcast because we don't have a big enough viewership yet. And um, all right, we're back from commercial. And the little list of things that I talked about. Yeah, well, I hope it works out for Naomi um, Osaka. I hope she does end up being able to play in Wimbledon. She, I guess she sat out of the, the warm-up, the whatever the word is for the, the pre-Wimbledon event. Um, I really hope it works out for her. Yep, covered everything else. Notes, done. So, wrap for that. <laughs> Wanted to do that. Cats are probably going to say, what the was that? If they ever make an appearance, uh, I'll let you know. They don't seem to be in the general area. Oh, I see one in the little box over there. They love boxes. But uh, I think we've been wrapping for a while here. Maybe time to wind it up. I didn't get through the whole episode. Maybe I'll do like a fast forward thing. That'll be fun. I only got like halfway through. Yeah, let's put on fast forward. See if anything pops up. That's intriguing. La, 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 la. Oh, yeah. The the Bryson, the Shan, DeChambeau and whoever the other golfer is, their beef. I think it's great for golf. Ooh, commercials again. Oh, I kind of wanted to do the ratio. Uh, fast forward it right past it. Let's see where we end up. Oh, great. <laughs> One of those, mom, I have a stomach ache. That's okay, take this. Possible side effects may be for the next five minutes. Bleeding, extra bleeding. Ultra bleeding, bleeding from your ears, your nose, your toes, seizures, headache, foot cramps, instant death, super death, double death. But your stomach ache will go away. Stop it! All right. Ooh, Fast and Furious 27. <laughs> Still making those. It was number nine, by the way. I tend to exaggerate from time to time. Uh, you know, I don't know how, I don't know where I sit with this particular food chain right now. So I'll leave their name off of my tongue. I, I don't know. It's one of those fast casual, it's not fast food. It's not sit down dining. It's in the middle. I don't know. I don't. I don't have any present beef with them, but then again, I don't know enough about their operations, their procurement of fresh or not so fresh ingredients, a local cable commercial. Yeah, I'm okay with this, even though our local cable monopoly providers really just as sneaky and greedy as the rest of them. Oh, you raised your rates again because we can. You don't have any other options unless you want to stick a giant spaceship on the top of your roof that your landlord's not going to let you drill holes into the house, and rightfully so, because they don't want this atrocity sticking off their investment. Um, our landlord's cool as shit, um, but most you know, folks don't want their property being manipulated in any ways or hardware being added to their rooftops because why would you? Um, so yeah, what is that? An eyeglass place. There's another monopoly of <laughs> fucking gangsters. Woo, man. Running the showgram. <laughs> Who would have thought, man? The eyewear company. But you want to play ball in that industry you got to deal with the kingpins
Well, hmm. Not much. 18th home run of the season, tied for the Major League Baseball lead, Ronald Acuna, Acuna Jr. Okay. Shohei Otani hits 17th home run of season, longest of career, 470 feet. Pete Alonso, second home run and first multi-home run game of season. <laughs> he hasn't been able to have many home runs because there's a lot of webbery encapsulating the balls of lately, apparently. Eight home runs and first 10 starts. Patrick Wisdom tied for most in the modern era. That's exciting. <laughs> uh, so this is what we'll do on this podcast. Like, well, you know, if, if you don't want to watch sports every day, and I don't think anybody should. I don't. Um, and you just want to tune in once a week to get some what's going on in the world of sports, the biggest of the big topics. I think that's what this podcast will be. It's not going to be a daily thing. If you need your scores, you, you know where to go. There's other shows and other networks where you can plug into. But if you want a once a week hilarious take on some of the things that have been happening, uh, an honest, uh, purely uncut, unedited, authentic uh, perspective on not just sports, but beyond the world of what we just see on the screen and here on these broadcasts, digging below the layers of the players, surface personalities, lives, etc., and not in a way to harm them or their careers or, or bring attention to ourselves so that we can boost our ratings, but just talk about the things that maybe we just need to spend some more time talking about being fair to one another and going through the process of due diligence and innocence until proven guilty, which is a thing that I feel has long been forgotten. Tune in to SSPN, the Sports Scream Podcast Network. I'm John with a J. From my heart to yours, see you next week. Who knows what the hell we'll be talking about, but it'll be fun. Until then, peace, prosperity, and popcorn for all. <laughs>